Hey guys, William Mayak, creator of Jazz Edge. Welcome to the Confident Improviser podcast. This is episode number 18. Okay, so today we are going to be going through our 251 quiz number two. So we've already done a 251 quiz a little bit earlier in our episodes. Now we're going to, uh, you know, get in a little bit deeper into what we're talking about with 251s. As a reminder, this podcast is a companion podcast to the Confident Improviser program, which is found at Jazz Edge. You can go back to jazzedge.com or theconfidentimproviser.com for more information. Okay, 251 quiz number two. So first of all, we're going to be talking about two 251 pockets. Sometimes I also refer to this as key centers as well. So the 251 progression is very common in jazz standards, and it's common for jazz standards to contain more than one 251 progression. So you might be in the key of C, and the 251 progression is D minor 7, G7, C major, but then you might also do a 251 progression going to the four chord as well. So it's common to find more than one 251 progression in a jazz standard. It's also common to sometimes just find 251 chord progression snippets. So that means that you might just have the two and the five and it never resolves to the one. The other thing is you'll also notice that you will often move in between key centers in jazz standards and you won't stay in one key center. And the 251 pocket, seeing that is really good because then you could improvise over that entire 251 progression using just one scale. This was something that confused me decades ago when I first started to learn how to improvise. I used to think, oh, the two chord, I got to play a Dorian, the five chord, I need to play a Mixolydian, and the one chord, I need to play an Ionian scale. And the reality is Dorian, Mixolydian, and Ionian is all the major scale. So if I did a two, five, one progression in the key of C, I would have D minor seven, G seven, C major seven. So D minor seven, G seven, C major seventh. That's my two, five, one progression in the key of C. And then I would, could just improvise using. I can improvise just using that uh, C major scale uh, throughout. So I don't have to go into a Dorian, into a Mixolydian, or into an Ionian. And the reality is, you'll realize that D Dorian, G Mixolydian, and C Ionian, guess what? It's all the same notes of the C major scale anyway. Now, for those of you that happen to be looking at the video rendition of this podcast, you see that what I have up in front of you here is your diatonic seventh chords. And what we're doing here is we are analyzing this 2-5-1 progression. And you'll see that there is a bracket in between, or below, I should say, the D minor 7 to G7. So we have D minor 7, G7. There's a bracket that's going underneath that 2-5 uh, progression. And then there's an arrow resolving to the 1 chord. That's typically how we would analyze a 2-5-1 progression in our music. All right, so... Let's go through the quiz here. We got five different uh, chords to try and find, okay? And I have some good news at the end of this session that I'll share with you. All right, so let's start with this first one. So we have D minor seven, a blank, and C major seven. So the question is, what is the blank? Remember, if we have a two, a five, and a one, the two chord is gonna be minor, the five chord is gonna be dominant, the one chord is gonna be major. Now, let's just stop there for one quick second. 
Does the 2-5-1 progression always have to be minor, then to dominant, then to major? No, no, no. You, you, you can have some alterations in there. You might have a 2-5-1 in minor, so it might go 2 minor 7 flat 5, 5 7 flat 9 to 1 minor. You could even have a 2-5-1 going to like a dominant chord, like D minor 7 to G7 to C7, right? So it's not uh, your typical 2-5-1, but you could do stuff like that as well. All right, so anyway, right now we're just talking about our typical 2-5-1 progression, which is a minor chord to a dominant chord to a major 7th chord. So here we have D minor 7, blank, then C major 7. So it's D minor 7, what's the next chord that should be coming? Hmm? And then get into C major. If you answered G7, you were correct. D minor 7 to G7 to C major 7. So D minor 7 is the 2 chord, G7 is the 5 chord, C major 7th is the 1 chord. All right, let's move on to the next one. G minor 7, C7, and then blank. So here, if you're not recognizing this already, well, actually, let, let's go back for a second. In the previous example, D minor 7, blank, C major 7, we were trying to find what? The 2 chord, the 5 chord, or the 1 chord? Which one were we trying to find there? In D minor 7, blank, C major 7th, what chord are we trying to find? The 2, the 5, or the 1? If you answered the 5, you're absolutely correct, okay? So we were trying to find the, the 5 chord. Here we have G minor 7 to C7 to blank. So here we're trying to find what chord? We're trying to find the 1 chord. G minor 7, C7, and then what? So if you answered F major 7th, you're absolutely correct, all right? So G minor 7, C7, then to F major 7th. G minor 7 is the 2 chord, C7 is the 5, F major 7th is the 1 chord. All right, let's move on to number 3. So we start with blank, then F7, then B flat major 7th. So what are we trying to find? The 2, the 5, or the 1? We're trying to find the 2, all right? So what is that chord that leads me to C7 and then leads me to B flat major 7th? It is what? C minor 7th. C minor 7, F7, then B flat major 7. C minor 7, F7, B flat major 7. And here I'm playing the C minor 7 in root position, the F7 in second inversion, the B flat major in root position. Now when practicing these, it's always a great idea, especially if you're away from the piano, spell the notes of the chords. C minor 7 is what? It is C, E flat, G, B flat, F7 is what? F, A, C, E flat, and B flat 7 is what? B flat, D, F, A. Okay, let's move on to number 4. F minor 7 to B flat 7 to blank. What is the blank? We're trying to find what? We're trying to find the 1 chord. So F minor 7 to B flat 7 to E flat major 7. Now, start to see the uh, correlation here between these different chords. You know the 2 chord is just a whole step up from the 1 chord. So if I already know F minor 7, right, if I'm trying to find 1, I just go down a whole step. What's a whole step down from F? It is F, E, E flat, right? So E flat is a whole step down. Okay, so E flat major 7th. And finally, the last one. Here's a good one for you. E flat minor 7, A flat 7 to what? E flat minor 7th is a 2 chord, A flat 7 is the 5, 
and we are trying to get to the one chord, which is what? It is D flat major seven. If you answered that, very, very good. Okay, so real short today, just doing a real quick two, five, one quiz. You can challenge yourself and practice this stuff away from the piano. One great way of doing it is just throw up a letter, okay? Whatever letter you want. Uh, okay, A, all right, let me start with that. A minor seven. A minor seven, what's the, that's the two chord. Five would be what? D seven, one would be what? G major seven. Now I said A minor seven. What if I change that to A seven? So now A seven becomes the five chord. So then that would be E minor seven, A seven, D major seventh. What if I change that to A major seventh? Well, that's the one chord, right? So I'd have B minor seven, E seven, A major seventh. Okay, so you see how I could take that one letter, change the quality of the chord from major, minor, or dominant, and then I could try and figure out uh, my two, my five, and my one from there. Now, the good news is there's going to be an interactive quiz coming very, very soon, so just be sure to pay attention to the podcast, and I'll give you the link for that interactive quiz once it is ready. All right, so that's it for me. Thank you guys for joining me. Remember, every other Thursday, I do my Q&A session for the Confident Improviser. If you're not a member of Jazz Edge and you want to learn how to improvise, the Confident Improviser is the place to be. Students love it. It is a step-by-step -step approach to learn improvisation, even if you've never tried to improvise before. All right? It literally starts from the bare-bone basics, and there are inspiration lessons in there as well for those of you that kind of might already know a little bit about improvisation and you want to challenge yourself. So it works for absolute beginners and then goes all the way up to uh, players that already know how to improvise. We start with a jazz and blues sensibility, but as we move along, we're going to be moving into other styles as well. All right, so that's it for me. Thanks, guys. I'll see you in the next lesson.